Yo, what up, everyone? Welcome to yet another episode of your favorite sports betting motherfucking podcast. It's your your boy Hollywood Hagen here with the the Woodman Dave Woody for another week. What's up, Woodster? What's going on, bro? Dude, it's been a, it's been a hectic week here at the homestead as well as you. Um, kind of burning the midnight oil almost tonight, but we'll get through this bad boy. Yeah, work's heating up. You've got uh, more children than yeah, you know what offspring to do with. is happening. Yeah, I've yeah. been listening to the offspring. It doesn't make yeah. it any better. I thought it would, but it doesn't. Um, <laughs> not regretting anything per se, but my eyelids say otherwise. Nevertheless, at Jump the Sharp on Twitter, ladies and gentlemen, you know what's up. Uh, appreciate all the new followers, any new listeners out there. Thank you so much for your time. Go ahead and send a nice little review and uh, definitely a little rating on on iTunes. I'm feeling like three star ratings this week. You know, fuck the five star. Let's see if you guys got enough balls to do a three. No, no. Why am I digging our own grave? Like, what an uh, asshole. That was weird. That was stupid. <laughs> God damn. This is how tired I am. But uh, yeah, we had a nice week last week. Before we get to that, though, let's start as we always do with a little bit of, uh, you know, we're booze hounds. What are we What are we drinking this week? Woodman, what's going down your hatch? Yeah, man. Um, you know, I hate to do a repeat, but this is one we've talked about multiple Rerun. times. Before. I'm not going to go over it again. But I, I had some wrenches left in the fridge. The wrench, oh, dude, you can't go wrong so, with. The yeah, you wrench. can't go wrong. It's it's like me and yours favorite beer, like probably which, ever. I never heard of it, honestly, until you told me about it when we were doing this show. Um, but it is among my favorite beers in the world. Maybe my favorite. It is incredible. It's amazing. So I still had like. A couple left in the fridge, and now uh, after tonight, zero. But that's okay. Hit that! Oh, I just—I'm sorry. Live action. I'm watching the beginning of the Lakers Warriors game, and there's a little. Uh, I had a, had a first bucket act though on Anthony Davis. He took the first shot, had it all set up, and fucking Wiggins just got it. God. Uh, anyway, so there goes twenty bucks. Oh, well, also, um, right now, aren't there? Um, while we're recording, we should mention there's. I think is there playoff overtime hockey or was that is, is that as we're like so they are i, I know it was 2-2 two, two, caps bruins i believe I think, that I, I thought it was but maybe i i'll do a check-in later but nevertheless okay, we'll check it later but yeah nevertheless yeah i believe that it was 2-2 two, two late in the third but nevertheless let's, let's get going to the review we got a little uh i mean we got back on the horse we had one losing week and then what do we do what did i tell you last week it's almost like a, i look forward to it it sounds weird but i i get my Get my engine stirring a little bit. Yeah. Say, fuck that. We're going to go ahead and and have a good week. A worse week than Harvey Weinstein. That was last week, not this week. We're back on it now. Four and two last week. We Both our, both our picks started 0-1, I believe, but we, yeah. we went ahead and made some dough, brother. Yeah, I was I was uh, uh, really surprised that my number one didn't hit. Um, but, you know, hey, came back at the other two. I know you had the same thing going, man. Uh, it's nice to get back in the win column, and hopefully people are still, you know, trailing us sure that makes 26 of 29 episodes by the way happy episode number 30 woodman 30 episodes oh, dude shit, really how about that huh wait trailing or tailing no tailing what? tailing yeah, you don't want to trail us it's like you if could, if, if, if like could. if it's like they're wa- like they're walking us and we left them something behind to pick up you know what i mean we don't want them to pick up our shit we want us to enjoy it with us tail us Tailing us, us but I mean, tailing, yeah, tailing and riding us, you know. You better get your sports betting lingo down before we start a podcast like this. (laughs) When it it says 
tail if you want to or something if uh, what people throw on twitter but trail okay. trail doesn't really have a, a, that much of an appeal not the tail really is it's the exact same thing, the sexiest you know, like thing. if a cop is tailing you or you know a criminal is trailing you you know what i mean it's the same you know you're still being followed the guy is drunk but there he goes yeah he won't stop it's gonna keep going speaking of which I'm, I'm drinking uh i just polished off a, a nice little hazy ipa but i'm gonna go ahead and it, it even brandishes itself as a fine pilsner. What's mm. what's a beautiful fine pilsner? Oh, wait. It's it's a Miller Lite, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you know? Oh, there it is. Oh, that sounded good. But that, that that's what I'm going to enjoy right now because it's getting late. And uh, I don't need to be putting no 9.5ers down my gullet right now, to yeah. be honest with you. So yeah, that's no, what I'm going to A Miller Lite is a good, uh, a really cold Miller Lite is a very refreshing. It's, it's a, it's a hot. Um, got, if you're not on the East Coast, guys, it's a, it's a hot night too so you need like a nice cold refresher big time and we're going to be even more refreshing as the episode goes and hopefully through the weekend we got a nice show coming up here for you including a pj championship preview which uh i've given you some golf uh leads on twitter at jump the sharp but we've yet to actually talk about it doing a preview on the show we haven't even mentioned this is coming to you a day early ladies and gentlemen so we normally have this bad boy dropping for you friday mornings it's going to be in your in your mailboxes, if you will, Thursday morning. Thursday's when the when when the shit starts when it comes to the links, and we'll have some stuff ready for you. Um, if you hear something I say that you might like, as far as PGA Championships concerned, you can still probably get it right at the, you know, you can live bet it probably almost right at the odds because it's still going to be early, early first round. And who knows what what comes on Friday, depending on when you listen to it. You know, if one of these guys has a little bit of a lead or whatever, it's going to be less odds, but they might be looking uh, primed to to rock and roll. Do want to give a heads up next week. We're super fucking excited and pumped to have a badass comedian. His name is Eric Helwig. He's going to join us on the show. This dude has been on uh, uh, what America's Got Talent and all that shit. So we're really pumped to have him on the show. He does a, a, a hysterical podcast called Bring In The Backups, where Every week or every other week, he drops every other Tuesday. He covers uh, a rando backup quarterback in the history of the NFL. And it's kind of like a mix between him doing some funny ass bits, him just shooting the shit, brings on another comedian. Uh, it's not all about football all the time, but he does cover like the full career. Last week or last episode, I should say, was Charlie Fry. Like some <laughs> of the names that you just like, holy fuck, I remember that dude. But it's super funny. Um, we're very, very excited to have him on the show next week. EricHelwig.com. Eric with a K. Well, I should say C-K. E-R-I-C-K. Helwig. H-E-L-L-W-I-G. That's my road dog, Jesse James, way of spelling his name. Um, and at Eric Helwig on Twitter. You can follow him there. He'll be on the show next week. We're super pumped to have that. Without further ado, let's go ahead and rock and roll into some PGA Championship preview. That's right. I'm going to start the show with it. All right. I know you want the picks. We'll get there. What do you got for us, man? We're going to. So this is a very. So I've been super interested in golf my whole life, but not to the point of where I am right now. I'm betting on it and winning a lot. Uh, I've I've made money on five out of the last six weekends in golf, and I've it's it's bolstered my betting uh, structure, if you will, just like. I went from betting twenty on a guy. Now I bet fifty. What now? I you know, so I put a hundred dollar bet on a guy, and you know, I, you got to wait till the times are right. But 
you, you can even up some money. You know, I got a guy who, who had a four stroke lead had in a in a Saturday, and he was even money. Sure, all right. He ended up falling down. Kh Lee last week falling down. You know, about five strokes under lead, and then Sunday, boom, he's right back there and wins mm. the bitch. So that ends up working out. So he's just kind of kind of play. Play, play, play your game there. Uh, I don't know how many people listen to this or even golf fans, but I just have to say betting golf is almost as fun as like betting football for me right now. Wow. I really, really enjoy it. Sure, when you win, you're going to enjoy it. That's great. But <laughs> yeah. I really enjoy watching it and uh, playing it when I can. But God forbid if I can get out two times a year, that's a that's a miracle, especially now with the third kid. But nevertheless, they're playing the, the PGA Championship. It's a major, four majors every year. They're at the ocean course at Kiawa Island, okay, in South Carolina. This is a rare course for the United States to have. This is like kind of almost a European style course. Super windy, right on the beach, uh, but it's almost seventy nine hundred yards long, which is insane. It's insane. So, what should that tell you right off the bat? Look for the guys that the heavy hitters who can also control their long irons going into the greens. So. The number one player in the world is at plus 1,800. It's like the fourth or fifth uh, highest odds or lowest, if you will, heading into the this major. But I love him. It's Dustin Johnson heading into this weekend, plus 1,800. What do you got what, there? What, why is he – is it because he's not known as being like a super, super heavy hitter? No, he is known. He He's just been off his game lately. I see. Uh, and he actually missed the cut at the Masters, which was the last yes, uh, major. Yes, I remember hearing in, that. In, That's in crazy. Uh, he's, he's still he come on. Oh, he's, he's still awesome. number one ranked in the world. He's a South Carolina native. Not that that has anything to do with it. That's where this is taking place. But he's been a runner up in all the majors. Even even after winning, he won the Masters once, won the U.S. Open once. So he's got two out of the four for a Grand Slam under his belt. This motherfucker wants to win the Grand Slam in the long run, meaning you need to get the PGA Championship and the British Open under your belt to yeah. be a Grand Slam champion. He wants it. He wants it bad. I saw an interview with him this uh, this afternoon, and he kind of like pissed off. He didn't piss. You could tell the people, the, the reporters and everybody who were asking him questions were a little, a little angry based on how he was answering questions. He wasn't giving up any information. <laughs> he was saying, people were like, hey, what do you like about South Carolina? You grew up here. How? He's like, I, I don't know. You know, and people are like, God damn, the always entertaining just Dustin Johnson. Like, I just think this dude's got a chip on his shoulder and he's 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 really focused and he's stringing people along. And I see the guy having a big weekend. Uh, I don't know. the Look, the greens on this course for this event. Well, I don't know if it's been just for this event. I'm sure it has. But they've been raised. These greens are actually raised. It, so that means that your iron play, you need to be able to get it. It's 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 a it's a weird conundrum. You need to be able to hit your irons high enough where they're going to land soft, but not but hard enough so it'll get to the green, but not too hard. Like it's fucking crazy. What you need is a guy who's going to hit a seven iron like a three iron, and that's Dustin Johnson. You know what I mean? I will answer the question that Dustin Johnson wouldn't. Okay. The thing about that makes South Carolina so special and great Hear this. is that in South Carolina you can get that they make that that vinegar-based barbecue sauce. Oh, good for you. And, you know, I mean, people probably know, I'm sure your listeners know the difference between like a Kansas City and a, a South Carolina. My listeners Carolina. do. Your listeners don't know shit. Uh, you know, uh, your Tennessee, you know, that mustard one. But like, <laughs> if you um, if you have ever been to South Carolina, you've had the pulled pork with the 
vinegar-based barbecue sauce, you will understand immediately what I'm talking about. God damn, Th- these people are are just it's it, they're artisans. It's it's absolutely incredible. They're, and and I've had a reasonable facsimile of it here. There are there are decent barbecue places in cities that I've lived in, like Philadelphia and New York. Um, <clears throat> more than decent, they're good. It's really good. It's not barbecue the same. sucks up here, dude. It's not the same. And by it's, up here, we're is. Philly guys, as you know, for those yeah, just listening it, the first time. Fe- Fetisau in Fishtown is really good, but it's still not the same. Like you gotta go down there and have it. I've been to Oklahoma Joe's in Kansas City, and it is incredible. I mean, it's worth. That's the one that's, that's the famous one that's like in the back of a gas station. You know? Yeah, yeah, um, oh, yeah. And people go and they wait for like an hour. I did it. It's and it was worth it. It's incredible. So the best thing about South Carolina is a barbecue place in the back of a gas station in Kansas City, Missouri. No, the best thing about South Carolina <laughs> is that vinegar-based barbecue sauce. And you get it about a hundred different places all around the state. And they're all equally incredible because you gotta be from South Carolina to make that dish properly. And it's maybe the best American food. Look at you giving props to South Carolina the only way you know how. I'm glad you did, because I wouldn't know where to start. I wouldn't have anything. I've never been to the Outer Banks. Is that in North Carolina or South Carolina? Outer North, Banks. That's north, and I've never See? been there. South Carolina is nothing. Nothing going on there. But barbecue. It looks like a puzzle piece that doesn't actually fit there. That's Just have the barbecue. You'll never say there's nothing going on there again. All right. I'm, I'm down you. with that. You know what else I had? I'm going to have a little Colin Morikawa action as well. Plus 3,100. The reigning PGA championship uh, champ, for lack of a better term. Uh, he is the defending champ. One of, if not the best long iron player that is going right now. Okay. All I need to know. Dude's dude's got incredible focus, plays long irons better than anybody else out there, and that's exactly the type of player that's going to be here. So I'm I'm putting money on a plus eighteen hundred and a plus thirty one hundred to win. Uh, those are my two guys right there. One funky one. I'm gonna say a name you guys have never heard of. No one, you know, has any idea about a young kid, twenty two years old. He's like like the ice man, this kid. He's got ice going through the veins. Mm. His name is Garrick Higo, H I G G O, plus 13,000. <laughs> I put $2.50 on this fuck to win the PJ Championship. That would win me $325 <laughs> if it happened. Okay, this <laughs> is the wild card of all wild cards. I know I just had like a 10 percenter and and now i'm drinking some miller light and i'm telling you about that i'm not saying go ahead you know i'm just saying this would be this kid's super talented i'll give you a heads up after having all these drinks a little bit of the bubbly some of that too he's you're, a, he's a, you're saying you're telling us to put a, a, a couple dollars a dollar on yeah a dollar I'm gonna, on. 130 bucks yeah. if this cat wins like right. this kid you'll this never kid's miss on the fire. dollar he's yeah. not a pga guy He's 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 one of these up and comers from the European tour, which is where a lot of the guys you know now have come, and and people in the past, the Ernie Elses of the world, the the VJ Sings and shit like that. He is uh, South African. He's he's been on the European tour, and I've been watching European tour golf a ton because I wake up with my kid, more kids, but I have to get my newborn daughter up, let my wife sleep in. I'll go downstairs about five thirty in the morning, chill with her you know, try and keep her up and, and golf channel will have live the European tour <laughs> because they're, they're live over there, you know, whether they're in the Canary islands or wherever the fuck they are. Yeah. Well, yeah. England is what? Five hours. It had to be like 10 five there. or six, depending on whereabouts. Yeah. Right. So yeah. you're, you're, you're looking anywhere between five to eight hours or so, but nevertheless. Yeah. yeah. So, so check it out. This cat's won two of the last three tournaments in the European tour. 
This is and Ernie Els you're talking about. <laughs> Two in the last three weeks. And do you know what he is in this in the last three weeks? Okay, so you, how familiar with Goff? Like, you know the pluses and minuses, right? Let's get there. Yeah. You know, like a minus whatever. You get a birdie, it's minus one. What do you yes, think I- his combined score is in the last three weeks? Like, give me a – it's definitely in a minus. He won two of the tournaments, so remember right. that. G- give me a guess. And be obnoxious about it. Be obnoxious. Be obnoxious? Okay, be obnoxious. I mean, I guess he could have been – for the one tournament, let's say he was like uh, for, he minus 15 – Okay. And then maybe the other one, he was minus eight. So that's okay. minus 23. And then you said he had a third one. Um, I'd be really obnoxious with this third one. I don't know, 10 more. So so that's 33. Okay. He's minus 68 in the last <laughs> three tournaments. Okay. The dude's 68 under. That's a whole round of golf. It's insane. In the last three tournaments. He's destroyed the European Tour in the last three weeks. He's got an invite to the PGA Championship. Like I said, he's only 22, but he's not a nervous 22. This kid always has a smile on his face. He's someone you root for. I just like the guy. I'm talking about him more than the other guys who are way more credible. But if you see Garrick Higo in, like, you know, fifth place on Saturday afternoon, and he's now at a plus 850 because he's kind of in contention, and yeah. and you heard my goddamn sexy-ass bassy voice say plus 13,000, and you were like, I should have put a goddamn dollar on that cat. But you never know. How that wraps. Sp- how do I spell his last name? From looking H I G G O Garrick, by the way, G A R R I C. It's like Gary and Rick. They wanted, they couldn't figure it out. They said, "I ah, just go with Garrick." I don't know how what happens in South Africa. I don't know how they name kids, but Garrick is his name. Okay, giddy up, PJ Championship. That's a wrap. So Dustin Johnson plus eighteen hundred, and Colin Morikawa plus thirty one hundred. That's where I'm really leaning on those guys. Still great odds. I mean, look, it, it, it picking a winner. In a, a PGA cha- like a, a golf tournament, is harder than picking like two straight NASCAR winners. You know what I mean? It's difficult. It's really hard, uh, yeah. especially in the in the post Tiger Woods era. So, you know, take it for what it's worth. That's why I think Rory McIlroy is the lowest odds at plus eleven hundred, which is still you know if you if you got some dough, you want to put something on it. That's still a good payout. But I don't like Rory this week. But we'll see. Anyway, those are my three. It's time for the picks of the week, ladies and gentlemen, here. We're going to rock and roll with the Woodman batting first, playing center field, because he's going to do some baseball. Now, I say we go back and forth like old school style. Definitely. Let's rock and roll. What do you got? All right. My number one is I like the I like the odds. Oh, sorry. I should say these are three baseball games. They're all tomorrow night, Thursday night, um, you know, tomorrow at whatever, like 730. I so, think avid listeners know by now to get the shit while it's hot when it comes to the Woodman and me yeah. this week, actually. Well, and you usually maybe like two of your three will be for like the Friday or something. So, you know, they, they really do need to, to check it um, mm-hmm. pretty quickly. So the Phillies are, are 14 and six at home. Uh, they've been heating up a little bit. Uh, their offense has definitely been heating up a little bit. They're they're looking much, much better at the plate. Um and I think the only reason that the Phillies at home against the Marlins are minus one thirty, and not you know whatever minus one eighty, right. is because it's Alcantara. Sandy Alcantara is the, the starter for the Marlins. He's off to a good start. He's he's a pretty good young pitcher. So it's not Alcantara. It's no, Sandy. Sandy Alcantara. Alcantara. 
Yeah. The Sandy and the Alcatraz. <laughs> Sandy and the Alcatraz, ladies and gentlemen. Come and I think he's book. a good player, and I think that he really has taken a step forward this year. And and I'm sure that if he were on a better team, I would go on and on about him more. But the truth is, is that it's still a crummy team. He ain't that great. The Phillies' offense has been hot, and they're 14 and six at home. And the Marlins, frankly, aren't very good. Their record uh, is a little bit better than what I think that their talent, their true talent, is. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me the Phillies. Good to improve to a 15 and six at home. Wow, that's a Phillies at minus 130. Uh, we have breaking news, and I don't even know what what sound drop to use. So uh, just I throw don't one. Want in. Your life. I don't know. I mean. I, I I don't know about that. I'm having a good one, but uh, uh, yet another no hitter has happened in Major League Baseball. One happened last night. Let's throw another one. Corey Kluber goes ahead and no hits the Rangers. Really? Yes. Crazy. Well, you guys remember I did my stat corner, and what was it about? It was that batted balls are rarer, and they're not going as far. And so what happens is is that there's all these whiffs, and People aren't putting a bat on the ball. There's the you're gonna have set the all-time record this year for the fewest singles. That is a perfect storm, a perfect environment. The fewest singles, the most whiffs. That's a perfect storm for no hitters, right? And balls. We were stretching out balls. Uh, well, not not this year. We're not. Rob Manfred fucks with the ball, and now there's gonna be like a hundred no hitters this year. You called it, man. You I called it. it. Okay. That's crazy. I mean, it's like a no hitter. Well, it was a week. Now it's daily. Like nuts. There's going to be props now on these, on these sites. Will there be a no hitter today? Yes. Plus I got to say, dude, as like, I'm not a traditionalist, but like I am an old baseball fan and I'm, I'm not a young person. I've been a fan of the game for a long time. I I know about the history of it and I like the history of it. This is not, this doesn't sit well with me. It's just like there shouldn't be this many. This is yeah, I agree gross. with that. It's weird. And I gross. actually like. I don't want to just see a fucking push notification come on, you know, once or twice a week saying another no hit or another no hit. No. You know, how old are we going to be when it's a perfect game for his? You know, perfect game will be in the stat category. It'll be wins, losses, ERA, perfect games. He's <laughs> led the league in perfect games this year. If they, well, you know what's going to happen, dude? They're going to overcorrect, so they'll juice the ball up again next year or some shit. Yeah, unreal. Yeah. And and like you said, Manfred admit. Admitted, that's that they do. They they take that chemical approach to the game now. He cop to it, and it's like, bro, you're never gonna get it exactly right. You you should you should never have fucked with it to begin with. And the thing that pissed me off, like I'm a huge pitchers duel fan. I love going to a ball game. I'm one of those geeks who takes score. Like that's I buy the program. I take the scorecard and I sit there, get a couple brewski tuskies, and I just go down 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 the line on the single. Oh, did he round third? Yeah, great. Hell yeah. You know, when it's going to be either, I don't know, when, it, when it's just going to be a goddamn no-hitter every time, <laughs> so you'll find me in Ashburn Alley. Fuck that. Lame. All right, let me get to my first pick of the week. Uh, th- these picks aren't necessarily as much in order of confidence. I mean, they're, they're obviously, I'm confident in all of them, as much as they are in just timeline. Uh, playing game, NBA. This will be Thursday night. Pacers at the Wizards. Uh, this is the fucking playoffs, Okay. The teams are going to play tighter. The teams are going to look to get more in more of a team aspect, a team game. The over-under for the Pacers at the Wizards, and I know what happened the last time they played, and I know that Washington is playing out of their mind, but an over-under in an NBA basketball game, which is ridiculous if you looked at this 10 years ago, the over-under is 239. <laughs> what? 
239, Woody. And and you might look at me like, okay, you're going to be a sucker, but I'm taking the under. I can't help myself. If Washington, because they're going to win this game, if they don't put up 125, it's over. So they have to at least put up 125, Washington. They have to at least do that. You know, I'm used to the days where 25 a quarter is 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 good, is impressive. And and I'm not saying, look, the game's have changed. It's, it's evolved. I get it. So, but sorry, it's playoff. Just, Go ahead. Just, I think you just said you're taking the under, but I think you're taking the spoke. under. Absolutely. Uh, okay. No, no, no. I did. I'm saying I'm saying Washington has to put up 125 for this to go over. Got it. Like okay. if the Wizards, well, Brian, they're gonna. I got to tell you, man. My reaction to this is that you're not. That's not the sucker side. You're on the sharp side. That's the smart. Probably bet. like like uh, people will probably see the high over under and say, okay, there's something going on. Let's take the over. Mm. Don't get suckered into that shit. It's too like, high. It's the it's start too, of the NBA playoffs. Much. I'm telling you, playoff basketball is different. It's like playoffs, the teams are going to play to their strength, and, and they're going to analyze the team. I, I know this is playing game, so it's a little bit more loosey goosey than the actual rounds of a playoff, you know. But still, 239 to me is way too high. In 2020, there were 41 first round games, and it's like I just mentioned, it's not technically the first round, but it's still the playoffs. 30 of the 41 games went under 239, which actually shocked me that 11 of 41 went over it, but still 30 of 41, you know, just, just under 70 or just, yeah, just under 75%. Give me the under, under 239. I like it, man. Um, Good. I think, I, I think, Good. The, <laughs> I think you're definitely on the, uh, the, the sharp side of that bet. Like, sure. Golden State Lakers, two two minutes left in the first quarter right now. It's twenty to nineteen. I'm telling you, teams are going to come out nervous, especially in these playoff playing games. And I, well, I just don't. Teams also just try harder on defense in the playoffs than they do. They absolutely do. I mean, that's just known. It's just it's obvious if you just watch. Hundred you know. percent. Let's my see what we're going to make money with on your second pick here, Bubba. My second one is I wanted to make sure I got a plus in here. So I got a plus for you as my second pick. Ooh. Um, you know, I like to do these as a parlay, but I would be fine if somebody just really liked my plus ones each week because I always try to throw one in, you know? Absolutely. A little underdog play. Uh, well, just one underdog play that I feel good about. Right? Friend of the show, Jill, Jill Gallant, would uh, love that. Yeah, I mean, and on, I think there's been one, one week where I had three. But uh, definitely always at, at least one. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the Red Sox are in Toronto – uh, they've been okay on the road. No, no, that's not really, you know, they're not like some amazing road team. Um, oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. I misspoke. They are. They're 12 and 6. There you go. Did they're I not really speak? that good. They just went two at every Did three Did I misspeak or was I... Uh... First of all, you called me out on misspeaking and I you were wrong. And now you yeah. totally misspoke and ruined the show. Let's start again. They're 12 Welcome and... to Jump the Sharp, everybody. <laughs> Your favorite sports. <laughs> They're 12 and 6 on the road. Uh, Toronto is, frankly, just not that good. So Sox have the superior lineup. They have the superior run differential. They're the better hitters. They, um, You can't say either pitcher is any good. This is Nick Pavetta against Steven Matz. These are not aces, okay? Jesus, Nick Pavetta. So yeah. uh, uh, basically two failed uh, prospects. Pr- prospects from Who? the NFC. I'm NFC, listen to me. From yeah. the uh, NL East. A- yeah, exactly. And probably they'll both, you know, hang a bunch of curves and see what happens. <laughs> yep. So bet the over, baby. I would I'm, I'm, I honestly was gonna say the over, but I think it was a little high. I want to say off some head I think it was ten or ten and a half, which holy was, shit. Uh, I mean for a for a baseball game, that's insane. Base, yeah, exactly. And Toronto's like not like a crazy hitters park either. So 
I didn't feel good about the over, although I do think there'll be plenty of runs in this game. But give me, just give me the socks. It's plus 115, 115. Wow. I really like that. You know, I guess it's just because Pavetta, he really has not been very good uh, this year or in his career. But, you know, well, we've I seen don't him as Phillies fans. He has the ability to just put well, one up. You know what? He, he doesn't usually do that. But, and Future, I, and no I, and I don't tomorrow. think he'll Nick do Pavetta. it. Against, no. no Toronto's got a good, a pretty good offense, too. So it's not about that. What this is about is that I got two crummy pitchers, I got two teams that are pretty decent, but the Sox are awesome on the road and they have a better lineup. Give me the Sox. I think they can win by one run. I'm going to go ahead and uh, you you were you were in Toronto, weren't you, for that game? You were, yeah. I believe you're in Toronto. I'm going to go ahead and stay in Toronto Ooh. for 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 a game. Yo, let's get to the pucks, dude. Let's let the rubber tap that ice and we're going to go Toronto Maple Leafs. They're home against the Montreal Canadiens. A big time, like the first time they these two teams have faced in like 30 years in the playoffs. Is it um, really? Yeah. I think it was 89 was the last time they, they met in the playoffs. Something like that. Uh, not necessarily going out on a crazy limb here, but it's what I like and what I'll have my money on. Maple Leafs at home, minus 180 uh, versus the Montreal Canadiens. I do like the goal line as well. Minus one and a half will give you plus 135. So I'm interested, but my official pick is going to be the minus 180 for the W. Toronto's super streaky. They they just are a streaky team. If you heard us, they've been on our selections yep. before, both you and me. And I don't know if either of us have actually won with them this year. I think we might be 0-2, at least three, or I maybe feel like three. I, I feel like I went 1-1 one one with them. You might have got but, one with them. I know yeah. I lost two with them and then kind of gave up on them. But I'm back for the playoffs. I think that they're arguably a favorite in the East to come out this year uh, to get to the finals. They certainly they're, have talent. Oh, out the wazoo. So... The, the the biggest question with, with them back and forth when they were really struggling was goaltending. It was Anderson. It was back. And so they lost two in a row heading into the playoffs. But before that, they beat Montreal literally three games in a row. So who, what team are they playing? They're playing Montreal. Not to say they're going to beat Montreal forever, but they will beat them, I think, tomorrow night or tonight as you listen to this. Pressure is on big time to perform immediately. It's Toronto, it's hockey, it's playoffs, and they've been let down over and over and over again. Tavares, Matthews, you got these guys that's like, okay, we have all these pieces, we have all these guns, what do we need? We need solid goaltending. Well, they got this dude named Jack Campbell who's been solid as a motherfucker. Down that stretch in the last five games, it's cat 1.86 goals against, uh, 0.926 save percentage, guys on fire. And what do teams normally do like what do what, what what is one characteristic of a hockey team that goes deep into the playoffs almost every single fucking year hot goalie hot goalie jack campbell and a toronto maple leafs get a w giddy up there was some one year i think it was martin brodeur i remember i don't i'm not familiar mm. not familiar I'm from Jersey. Okay. Uh, <laughs> although I was, I like the Flyers because, you know, that's way north Jersey, man. I'm not from way up there. I hated Brodor so much. God yeah, damn. As a talented. Flyers fan, like Very obviously talented. with the Devils and all, super talented. He maybe the best goalie of all time, but I would he never give him that. And, and then he went and like, then he fuck his wife's sister. You know, that dude's a funky dude, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess good for him on that. I don't know. Uh, I don't think so. Probably not that part. Yeah, you don't. You know, there's a lot of fish in the sea, man. Yeah. Okay, so. We're our balls. <laughs> uh, I don't have a lot to say about this. What do you think Ed Hockley's balls look like? I mean, you've seen him. <laughs> Every other part of him is essentially like 
swollen. <laughs> so, so, you know, I don't know, man. Let your mind wander with that. Yeah. It's like but a really anyway, dark the, purple comes the, to mind. The, it's it's lame, right? It's third it's third not because I'm not sure of it, but because a third it's lame. Nut. No, my selection, oh, oh. my third pick is I put it third not because I'm not sure of it. I am sure of it, but because it's minus 200. So minus 200 means, you know, hey man, give me something, you know, more interesting. I got to make like a sound bite for like pussy bet of the week, but I just gave minus 180. So it's But the if same I thing. parlay these, it's 470, 471, which I did. So, you know, Plus 471 is pretty good, man. Totally. Especially with the Red Sox getting plus money. Like, I'm just on that one. Honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I probably could have put that one. Like, people should really think about that. that uh, although yeah. the Phillies minus 130 is really good, too. Sure. Like, especially, they're if they're, especially if they're lost tonight. So, get yeah. back out of fight. Exactly. Yeah, 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 that's true. So, I guess they're 14 and 7 at home because they there lost tonight. But still. Already, put, already okay. putting. <laughs> Bra- Braves. The Braves are home against the Pirates. It's minus 200. You know, everybody understands, I think, what the Braves are. You know, they, they're, their pitching isn't, isn't very good, right? They, they really did not address the it to the level that they needed to this offseason. Um, everybody already knew they had one of the best offenses in baseball. It hasn't been quite that. Freeman and Ozuna especially are not doing the things that they did last year. They're How's Ozzy doing? He's doing fine. He's been yeah. pretty good. And Acuna has been playing like an MVP, yeah. uh, which he might be. But, uh, you know, so they have this okay offense, but it's not the, to the level it's going to be. You're going to think of them differently in a week or two or a month because Freeman and uh, Ozuna are going to are going to wake up. Come away. Right. Yep. And and so. I think we understand that's the true nature of this team. Is there their bash? They're you know they're going to bash you. Um, I was just talking last week at long length about how this is like a pitcher's year. Not for the Braves, it ain't. They don't give a shit. Yeah, you know, the Braves. <laughs> there's a couple teams like I'm not even interested in pitching. We don't care about it. Uh, we're not going to even do it. Uh, we're just going to whatever you however many runs you put up, we're going to outscore you. The Twins are trying that, right? So whatever, there's a few teams around. The Braves are, are obviously, by true talent, a pretty decent team, especially on offense. The Pirates are an awful team. The Pirates are, are you know, one of the worst teams in the league. They've been, frankly, overperforming to this point. I will stop talking. It should be obvious. Yeah, it's minus 200. Give me the Braves. Dude, I mean, I don't feel bad for Pirates fans because, you know, I know a lot of people sometimes will watch, like, the Pirates, and they'll be like, look, man, I just feel bad because they've been so sh- such shit since Barry Bonds left and all that. And I'm like, look, yeah, but the one thing you need to consider is that I know the Pirates organization doesn't have a, a stigma like this other organization I'm about to mention, but everybody in those stands wearing the yellow and the black for the Pirates are also Pittsburgh Penguins fans. <laughs> You know what I mean? So, like, why in the fuck should I feel at all? And also Steelers fans. Sorry to your lovely wife, but, <laughs> I mean, Pittsburgh fans are, like, the worst, the worst kind of fan. I mean, Boston's got it pretty bad. Boston's way worse than New York. Like, everyone thinks New York, New York fans aren't are fine compared to Boston fans. Yeah, Boston would be my would be my uh, my personal opinion. Pittsburgh I, fans I, I, are the yeah. worst. God damn. Hey, so my third pick. Yeah. Let's go back to NHL playoffs. Playoffs? Yes, Jim. We're going to 
The Pittsburgh Penguins, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Plus, one. let me get a plus side one in here. Let me just sneak in right next to you here. Let me push you aside and say, let me go on the plus side. It's yeah. not. It's it's technically plus. It's it's even money. Plus one hundred here. How okay. about the P- Pittsburgh Penguins at the New York Islanders? The Penguins lost a tough one. OT. They had the lead, gave it up, and then lost against the Islanders in Game One at home. Then they went ahead. Won a nice little 2-1 victory at home to get it tied up at 1-1. Crosby didn't do a goddamn thing. Was nowhere to be found on the stat sheet for that game. They're going to New York. They're going to win. And Crosby's going to have a goal. I'm telling you he's going to score, but that's another bet. But Pittsburgh Penguins. You should do a prop bet. I most likely will depend. Well, I just lost twenty goddamn dollars on Anthony Davis, who missed. Like, who? T- like, what? it's so annoying when you have a first bucket score and they take the first shot and miss it. It should be there. Should be a bet of will they take the first field goal? Like, yes, that should that should have won me some. But nevertheless, Pittsburgh Penguins plus one hundred. I don't have a lot to say. It's a feel bet. Uh, I just think that the style that the Penguins play versus the Islanders, especially with the way the series is going so far, I just you know me, I'm kind of like a uh, a rah-rah shishkumba guy. I see the Penguins going in with more steam and uh, more vitriol than the Islanders. I think the Penguins at plus money. Like, honestly, they're on the road in the playoffs, and they they should – a road team in the playoffs and the hockey playoffs should the be – Playoffs? Should be more than even money. So for them to only be even money, it's a good thing because you can make even money, but I also think that's a very telling thing. So I'm looking for the Penguins to go ahead. So I'm going to go ahead and say Pacers-Wizards under 239 – Maple Leafs minus 180 uh, to get a W. Penguins plus 100. I really like this pick this week, man. Gravy. And I believe you are Phillies minus 130. Red Sox plus 115. Braves minus 200. You got it. Way to be, brother. Now, we, we are we're, 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 we're a little, little tired this week. We're, we're doing our best here, ladies and gentlemen. But we're going to hit you with one more segment before we get the hell out of here. What do you what think do about got? that? What is it? I don't know. Something called the pole dance is coming back this week, ladies and gentlemen. Been been on a hiatus the last couple of weeks. We, uh, you know, figured we reinstitute it. Send a poll up on Twitter saying what game it's going to be an opening because all the lines are up, which is awesome. What opening round NBA matchup on Saturday will we have to make a play on? And it was all the four games. The winner, Celtics at the Nets. Okay, here we go. Remember what I told you about the Pacers at the Wizards? I actually saw this game before I even looked at that game. So the under 239 was like, holy shit. But I looked at this game, and it right now is the over-under, and it's actually been bet up. It's at 227 right now. The Boston Celtics with an over-under, in a game with an over-under of 227, uh uh-uh. No, it's going under too. This one's going under as well. Both teams have firepower. I know you're saying, wait, but the Nets... This is the all-star team, the dream team they all built. Yeah, but like Rich Harden's fat. Like it's things happening. I don't think that they're going to mesh very well start. I do think the Nets will probably uh, make it at least through this round. I'm not really – everyone has them penciled in for the finals. I don't really get that. Mm. Uh, I do think that the Bucs still have a little bit of an opportunity and the Sixers, to be honest with you. Um, It's got to be hard to strip out your fandom from that Sixers – feeling a little bit i mean i have a substantial amount of prop bets and this one of my one of my uh gambling 101 stories was about any kind of free money you want to put on probably put it on futures during the season yes. you're gonna get tremendous you know i just i have a future on the sixers at plus 1800 down to plus 1200 but you know these are almost i probably have the 
accumulation of about a hundred dollars on the Sixers to win the uh well one was to win the Eastern Conference, but to win it all. Uh, and I out of my own money, it was probably like eighty dollars of that is probably free bets. <laughs> yeah. That I just would put on as I got them, you know, depending on promotions and shit like that. So and that would win me, you know, well over four figures if it happens. But nevertheless, uh, and always the hedge. Always the hedge opportunity, ladies and gentlemen. Let me get to this game a little bit. Under 227, give me that. Both teams have firepower. I get it. But Boston, they can go drier than like Betty White sometimes. And I'm telling you, it's possible that it, they do it to start the playoffs. And the Nets can too. I know it's all hellfire and brimstone when it comes to the, the three-point shot. But if one of these cats is off their game, they all stumble. They all fall down, London Bridge style. The Nets are going to want to prove what they are out of the gate, and they're going to try too hard. They might take quick shots early and miss them, and what are they going to do? They're going to overcompensate, and then they're going to miss them. And then the coach is going to call a timeout and say, yo, listen, guys, we're down 10. It's, it's, it's the end of the first quarter. Let's do our thing, run our plays, take 24 seconds to make every shot here, and let's get back into the game. And all of a sudden, you're looking at, you know, 53, 49, and it's halftime, and the motherfucking over-under is 227, and you're sitting pretty. That's what I'm doing. Give me the under on that bad boy. I like it. I like the call. It's a gra- that's, that's gravy. Dude, holy fuck. The, the fastest Jump the Sharp episode in the history of Jump the Sharp, possibly. I don't think we've had a, 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 a sub-45 minute, John. So let's do some karaoke to, to, to get it over 45 minutes. <laughs> what is your go? I don't know why I'm even talking about this. What is your go-to karaoke song right now? You're putting on a load. Yeah. You can sing any song, but you probably have sung many as I have at karaoke bars or um, dive have, bars. I have certainly sung karaoke many machine. at karaoke bars. And, uh, is one, First one that comes to mind. Well, my, my main number one go-to for a very long time was Marvin Gaye's Let's Get It On. Jesus Christ, please let me hear at least a bar. I guess um, you're not loaded enough, but if you can give me this like a huh? or something. Uh and then but like and then, <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of funny, but it's like kind of serious, you know. So the, the, but then if I want to really make people laugh, I do I've done um the Divinals I Touch Myself as a pretty oh. good, which I can I can sing it like up in the register where the way she sings it. So uh, that's a pretty funny one. That's a, that makes people laugh. You're going to go through all this and not give us any, huh? I'm not going to give you any, man. You need a little bit of the bubbly. And then we can get that going. I would love to hear that. Me. It's one answer. Well, it's not really one answer. Depends on the mood, but the go-to for me always and forever will be break stuff by Limp Bizkit. Okay. Oh, okay. I can put that down like a motherfucker. Yeah. And then I can solo true story. I can solo take care of the whole scenario by Tribe Called Quest on my own without even looking at a word on the screen. Really? Here we go, yo. I'm telling you. Just start me up. Maybe one give, day. Do you want to give the people a little little taster's choice here? Oh, dude. I, I'll, I'll do it. I don't even care. Like I don't give a fuck. But not this week. All right. Okay. You want to hear it? You let us know, ladies and gentlemen. Because, like I said, we're running on <laughs> we're running on E here, but we've yeah. had a great time giving you oh, some good, picks, man. giving you some W's. Good. Really excited about the PGA Championship. Hope you guys, uh, if if you guys do end up taking any action on the PGA Championship, two things: one, let us know what you take; two, let us know if you dig any kind of golf talk. Because honestly, I could do this almost every weekend because I've been watching it ad nauseum and enjoying the hell out of it. But. Uh, I hope you guys are digging the picks. Like I mentioned, 26 of 29 episodes making dope. I know a bunch of people, like several people have said they do my 
they often will do my baseball picks as like a parlay. I uh, appreciate that. I hope I go three another this week, guys. I really, I'm feeling good. It's uh, if you want to throw five bucks at it, it could make it be really fun. Go for it. And and a uh, little inside baseball here. You were you were contemplating and having a little uh, you know, devil versus angel on your shoulder fight with uh, getting some hockey picks going this week. So yes, I should say that I was really close, but today was so nutty at work that I didn't have a chance to do the research that I felt yeah. would be needed to really i i don't just go with my gut you know i try to spend some time on these so um i'm i would love to maybe just do hockey on next week's show if that doesn't work out or or just maybe just as a hedge against me like maybe not being able to do that i will say guys i'm gonna try and get you some hockey picks on twitter over the weekend there you go um i noticed on DraftKings, Brian. i don't know if you saw this we didn't we haven't talked about this they have picks that you can make for the series who wins the series sure you see that sure yep yep which i don't so remember you... seeing that before for other sports maybe that was always on there and i just didn't see it I, but, yeah i bet you could probably find that for nba right now as well i do remember okay. i do remember that from last year but yeah for sure so those might be the some that i throw out on twitter you know um, Beautiful. when i do some research and then and then maybe next week stay tuned maybe i'll do like one baseball two hockey you know i don't know We'll see what I can do, but I'm well, I'll be to looking forward to that people, for sure. And uh, yeah, well, it's something to look forward to. And always, always, always follow at Jump the Sharp and keep an eye out. Like we we like to have fun on the on the Twitter page and do some silly shit. But we always, uh, you know, I think we need to get a little bit more prevalent on betting what we're actually taking because I got to be honest with you, I I I feel like a credibility factor there that uh, everything I put up doesn't hit, and then everything I don't put up fucking hits. And I don't like to do things in retrospect and be like, this is how much money I made betting something I didn't throw out to you guys. Tell you about, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I need to be a little bit more uh, disclosing, disclosure-ish. I don't know. Yeah. Another drink of this fine Pilsner. Yeah, no, we've said this before, but I want to say it again. We both need to make sure that we continue to post the things that we're actually betting on Twitter because I often will just simply forget, you know, for sure. Yeah. Well, what we won't forget about is next week's awesome show coming at you. We're, uh, very excited. Once again, please guys, uh, spread the word. We're going to have comedian Eric Helwig next week. If you guys are, uh, just interested in laughing at all, like next week's going to be, we are going to do some picks, but we're pretty much kind of going to spread out and just listen to a funny ass motherfucker. Shoot the shit with us. Yeah. It's, it's going to be very, very little pre-producing as we always like to do. We like to be raw here. And we're just kind of going to shoot the shit with, with a cat who I've found to be hysterical. Um, found him through the Bring in the Backups podcast. Once again, please go ahead and shoot him a follow at Eric, Eric Helwig, I should say, on Twitter. And uh, search Bring in the Backups podcast. Really super funny. Um, very interesting uh, take and uh, just cracks me up, man. So I'm very excited to have Eric Helwig next week. How about you, Woody? You looking forward to it, buddy? Big time, and um, much love to everybody, and appreciate you guys. Thank you. 100%. This is Jump the Sharp, at Jump the Sharp on Twitter. You know where to find us. Uh, Let's make some money this week. Pumped up. Big show next week. See you then. Peace the fuck out.